What's up and welcome back to the Simbin Podcast. I am your host, John Burnett, along with two of my closest friends, Ryan Cornelius and Andrew Henry. And uh, if my voice sounds a little groggy, sorry, it's Sunday morning and I had a, I had a long night. Anyway, Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final was last night and it was not good for one St. Louis Blues boys. Wasn't great. Yeah, um, this was kind of what I was afraid was going to happen because now I think it's just kind of the experience is, is catching up to St. Louis. I'm looking at the, the Bruins 2011 Stanley Cup roster and there's still a handful of guys that are still there. A handful, yeah. you got an old-ass fucking Chara on Chara, Krejci, Bergeron, Marchand, and um, uh, Tuka Rask was technically on that team, but he didn't, he didn't really play it all in the playoffs. But uh, yeah, Experience so, uh, is experience. Yeah. Uh, they, it's just uh, it's come to that uh, point right now, it seems. So uh, really hope the uh, – this at this point, uh, I did a little research – Mm-hmm. So the Blues are down 2-1. The last team to win the Stanley Cup after being down 2-1 in the final was the Blackhawks in 2015, which doesn't seem like uh, all that long ago. Last time a team was down 3-1 in the Stanley Cup final and came back and won, uh, never. So No team's uh, ever been down 3-1 and come back and won. No, the only, uh, like the, the asterisk on that is 1942. The Maple Leafs were down 3-0 against yeah. the Red Wings and came back and won. But no yeah. team's ever been down 3-1 and come back. Uh, so this is uh, this is pretty much it for them. They need to they need to win Game Four. I mean, they need to. I, and I mean, what was it, seven to two last night? It's yeah. not like it's not like Game Three was fucking close. I mean, it's. Thank, thank God uh, uh, Gunnarsson got that overtime winner in Game 2. Otherwise, this could be 3 nothing in a heartbeat. I, I think they've really been outplayed in all the games. A- ever since they went up 2 nothing in Game 1, they've been, it's been, they've been screwed <laughs> pretty much. I thought, I, thought, I thought they were out, they were out playing the Bruins in like, in Game 1, but... Like the first two periods, they had them, and then they just decided, "Oh yeah, we're we're gonna take our foot off the gas for some godforsaken reason." Did you see the hit Tory Krug had in Game One? Yeah, and everybody's creaming themselves over it. I I I kind of did. <laughs> I'm rooting for St. Louis. I, I'm I'm kind of sick of the people that you're rooting for St. Louis. You 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 and Ryan both definitely picked the Bruins. Yeah, but I I don't want them to win. Well, yeah, nobody wants him to win. Right, so we got to use logic here. Normally I am the kind of person that will always, like, root for my picks, but this is a, a rare exception. Uh, anyway, that, that hit was, was pretty nasty. Oh, he, and, and he did it without a helmet, too, which is awesome. Tory Krug definitely looked at David Perron going to the bench and definitely had Todd Bertuzzi come in his head with Steve Moore. Right, For exactly. sure. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to go hit the guy with the puck. Because yeah, he, he, defi- he definitely wanted to murder David Perron. I will say the Bruins have a lot of Americans on their roster. Yes. They're probably half American, so to what be quite that? honest, uh, I don't know. It seems like the St. Louis Blues are kind of trending in the uh, wrong direction. I just... 
I don't I don't I don't like that uh I don't like rooting for a bunch of Canadians. So you're jumping on the Bruin uh, the Bruin train? I'm not I'm not really rooting for anyone. As I said prior to the series that this wasn't an attractive final at all for me. Mm-mm. Um I mean it's I haven't I haven't watched very much of it because of traveling and such, but I don't know. I just I don't really care. Let's let's move on. Someone lift the cup. Let's get to the draft. Let's get the next season. <laughs> Ryan Ryan's in the camp of yeah. Go ahead. Let's let's wrap it up. Their entire defense is actually American. It's crazy. Whose defense? The Bruins. I mean, Brandon, like Brandon Carlo, Connor Clifton, Matt Grizzlick, uh, Tory Krug, Charlie McAvoy, Kevin Miller, John Moore. That's, I mean, it's like everybody except for Jara. I mean, I would I would love to see David Backus and Charlie Coyle hoist the cup. Yeah, my boy Chris Wagner, of course. Wags. What was what was what was it? Uh, I think it was game one. The Bruins started four Americans and one Czech, and the Czech was Chara, something like that. Uh, probably, yeah, I believe it. Um, I mean. What's uh? What's game four? June third. Okay, so that's tomorrow. Yeah, it's got to be tomorrow. Tomorrow night. They played last night. That's a big one. I I am sorry. I do not have in depth uh, knowledge. <laughs> I don't have in depth analysis of the series as there, as the word. as John Burnett does not pay me the big bucks to be on this podcast. So sorry that making money has come in the way of. My analyses. Man, I don't pay you shit. He didn't really shit. miss anything in Game Three. <laughs> I don't pay you shit, Ryan. And you know that. Well, you're gonna have to get advertisements or something. We're still waiting for the Anheuser Busch advertisement. I, I can't believe. Have uh, they gotten back to you, Johnny? As much as they, uh, we've plugged them. As I've, much as we've plugged I've been, them. I've been checking my email. They have not gotten back. I to mean, me. even just like a free pair of uh, Bud Light. Plastic sunglasses, and we'll we'll name drop them on the air. <laughs> oh, if I if if we get plastic sunglasses from Bud Light, that uh, that we'll push them forever, simply because of the sunglasses. Um, Unbelievable. So what do we? So what do we got for Game Four? I I, I like the Blues because of ha- how I said that it was a uh, it was a must win game for them. I think that with their back against the wall. The way that it is, they'll they'll come out firing and they'll win. Uh, but I still actually really like my prediction of Bruins at six. So I'll say yeah, the Blues. My... I'll say the Blues win tomorrow, and then the Bruins take five and six. Hoist the cup. Boston gets yet another championship. They don't already have a billion of those. So yeah. uh, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, the Bruins just blow the doors off. Just two games. It's gonna be boring. Talking. Wins by three, four plus goals. St. Louis is deflated. You calling for a gentleman sweep? Boston goes back to the Garden, TD Garden, and hoists the cup in front of the Boston faithful. They all go nuts talking about this, that, and the other thing, how they're such champions. And then we get to move on and head to the next season. So what is it? The Blues have games three and four at home, or three, four, and five. Three and four, two, two, one, one, one. 
Okay. What do you think, like, the prop bet is that Tom Brady's in attendance for Game 5? What's the uh, what's the, uh, the odds there? What are the odds? Yeah. How about this? <laughs> if he's in attendance and they put him on the Jumbotron, will he chug a beer? Well, he, that that's, is... he would have to. As the, as the going trend with quarterbacks, uh, because Patrick Mahomes chugged one last night in St. Louis. Did you see Aaron Rodgers do it at the uh, the Bucks game? Yeah, he's getting a lot of heat. He sipped like see, a like a seventeen uh, year old girl. Yeah. Did you see Mitch Trubisky? Because fuck you, I'm not calling him Mitchell. Uh, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky at the uh, White Sox game is chugging with uh, Kyle Long. I think it was. Yes, the no, one the one Long that drinks. <laughs> <laughs> the cool long <laughs> the cool long <laughs> but no and yeah and by the way Bears fans go fuck yourself I'm not calling him Mitchell because what's, what's your beef with here. Mitchell no one really calls him that though it's not it's not the fact I don't have a problem with him himself as a quarterback he's good I like him however that's a lot of beef with a name yes you're beefing on my middle name right now Sorry. Like, who, who's got the time to say Mitchell he says, Trubisky? He says, he says after he comes out of college, I don't want to be called Mitch anymore, even though I've been called Mitch my entire fucking life. I want to be called Mitchell. Uh, no, motherfucker. You're going to be called Mitch because it's fucking shorter and easier and people are fucking lazy. So. <laughs> I, don't, I call, I call uh, our Mitch Andrew Mitchell to his, to his I face. Ever, I don't know because you have time. If you want to get your point across, then you call it Mitchell. Is what I would say. By the way, way, uh, what was it? Aaron Rodgers chugs like a seventeen-year-old. A seventeen-year-old girl, yeah. That's never tasted alcohol in her life. She's like, oh, what do I do with this? Just drink it like this, and like doesn't even like move the cup. She's, I mean, he wasn't, like, like holding his nose... He wasn't, like, holding his nose and shit. It was, it was embarrassing. Who the hell holds their nose <laughs> when they chug? You're arguably the oh, best quarterback in the league, and you can't even chug a beer, dude? Well, there were all, all, right. ki- all kinds of people talking shit. This is why Aaron Rodgers has has a ring or whatever. All this blah, blah, blah. You guys... Oh, that's the reason. Dr- drinking, chugging beers instead of... Instead of training and getting ready for the season. (laughs) Meanwhile, meanwhile, Brady is 42, can absolutely slug them, and has won six. Mind you, Tom Brady doesn't drink, like, ever. Literally ever. But he can still throw them down, which just... That's the thing. He he has to be the best at everything he does. No, of course he does. He he literally has to be... He has to be the best. Some seven-year-old girl can go up to him and be like, Hey, Tom, I'm better than you at hopscotch. You know, he'll he'll drop everything and start learning how to, like, be a world-class hopscotch player. I I don't really know when it changed in the world to where drinking beer has gotten such a negative connotation. Like, all these people bitching on social media about athletes chugging beers for fun at a game or something. Who's bitching? Check the comments. You'll see it. The comments of what? I don't do it right now, but (laughs) people chirp it. Oh, this is why you don't win rings. It's like, I don't, to be honest, I don't think a lot of those guys give a shit whether they win or not. This This is life. They're out here making money. They're having fun. Sure, they want to win championships. If not, 
sure it's not that big of a deal. It fits into my theme of what I was saying with Ben Simmons about people like criticizing him for what he's doing off the court. And, oh, Kendall Jenner's going to be a distraction. Fuck you. Mind your own business. What he well, does on the court doesn't have anything to do with what he's doing in his personal life, so stop trying to control him. I, I think people, fans, get too caught up in being a fan and think all these athletes care about is winning a championship. Uh, Which, there's 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 a lot of other things that go on in life than winning championships. Exactly, it's like it's like yes, I mean they all want to win a championship. Like don't don't get them wrong, they all want to win. But it's like uh, they're a human too, and they have other shit that they like to do uh, and, other uh, than football, basketball, whatever the hell. It is. And you know what they have? Lots of fucking money, so they can do lots of fun things and live a very fun life. Some would say too much money, but I, but I'm not one of those people. Well, this is America. This is a democracy. Oh, go make your money if if it's there for the taking. Go. Do you guys uh do you guys think that when the Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, Brady was walking off the field thinking, ah, "I shouldn't have drank that fucking beer. It got me." No, he's probably walking off the field like, "God damn." I gotta go fuck Giselle tonight. <laughs> Shit. I, at, at Shit. That, my at, life sucks. At that point, what does it matter to win another Super Bowl? He's just doing it for fun at this point. He doesn't. He doesn't have anything left to prove. Like, I, I don't even know. Like he literally doesn't. He has more Super Bowls, or he's tied. What the Steelers? for the most Super Bowls ever, he himself has tied the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Not the Patriots as a whole, but <laughs> Tom Brady has tied the Steelers for most Super Bowls. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how, how special each one is after... after, like, three or four, honestly. I mean... I guess it's like because he won the first three really early in his career and then had like a decade drought to where he didn't win one. Yeah, he went from... It was like 04 to 14 he didn't have a... Yeah, it was the, it was the Eagles Super Bowl up until the, the Seahawks Super Bowl. It, it's just kind of sad when you look at some situations where you see like the jubilation in teams who win a championship and and then it sort of becomes a dynasty type thing, and then the expectation is just championships. Mm-hmm. So anything short of that is a failure. It's kind of an unfair thing. But it is unfair, and it... I, Andrew, uh, this reminds me of like a Penn State type thing. Yeah. When Penn State football was really struggling while at least our first, our first two years of college and before then, but just when they got back to relevance and made the Big Ten championship. I, the happiness surrounding that program was insane. Yeah, it definitely was. And now it's... I mean, they haven't won any championships, but there, there's a lot less happiness and a lot more do this or the season's a bust. I don't think people realize how good, like how far ahead of the game Alabama and Clemson are right now. Well, it's like, gonna be it's gonna be Alabama and Clemson for the next three years. Like, in the national title. Game. Notre Dame was supposedly the third best team in the country last year, and Clemson yeah, won by twenty eight points. Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out points. with that statement. Clemson won by twenty eight. 
I it's just it's it, they're a different class. Talking before the show, and I was just saying, I need I need college football Saturdays back, man. Yeah, we we'll get there. All of us, all of us need it so bad. We'll get there. That's that's when the real heated debates will start. Yeah, those those are gonna be good. When the uh, when those, uh, those rankings come out. Uh, Andrew and I tend to have a lot of differing opinions on college football. Yeah, I would say all three of us have differing opinions on college football. That's that's the thing with college football because everyone thinks, you know, this team is legit. No, this team isn't legit. Whatever. Uh, talk about conference uh, strengths and those types of things. So <laughs> there are not a lot of people that seem to be on the same page. I wouldn't even say it's on the same page. It's like it's like you have you have your own opinion, but it kind of it can mold into somebody else's opinion to where I don't know. There's just so many teams, which is what I like, where it's not like the NFL, where it's like 32 and oh this team is not good. They're 0 and 2. Yeah, they're fucked. It's just like yeah. Oh, and two, yeah, you can still come back and win the conference championship. It has happened. But, either way, cut football needs to come back. I'm dying. Sports need to exist all day on Saturday. What's your beef with that, Ryan? I just... It seems like now there's no sports during the day. I need I need games from... 12 o'clock to 2 a.m. The French Open is on right now, right? You can watch that. Yeah. It is on. <laughs> but, uh... And the the Women's College World Series starts in 10 minutes. Yes. You gotta love... You gotta love... I do love being on the West Coast because games... College Football Saturdays, games start at 9 o'clock in the morning and go till midnight. Yeah, that was pretty great. Um, at the Fiesta Bowl, oh yeah, heading it's out, heading out to the stadium at nine a.m. I think I had a vodka orange juice at eight a.m. <laughs> we were at uh at at the bar at ten o'clock, drinking for three hours before the game started. Because I guess it was a it was like a four o'clock Eastern start or so. Yes, it was. So yeah. Uh, I definitely enjoyed uh, West Coast timing for sports, and 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 you get the whole night ahead of you. Even you know the night doesn't have to end after the sports end. Yeah, you don't that doesn't have to get in the way. There's people that will make fun of said people for not going out because of sports, and we don't we don't have to deal with that out west. I mean, the only time it sucks is when it's like 10.30 and being from the East Coast, you expect a game to be on because West Coast baseball or whatever the hell it is, and you go on the TV and there's no sports on. That's the only problem with it is when it ends. It's like you love it when you when it starts early, <laughs> but then by like 10.30, yeah, but, no, but like no sports on TV. Sunday night football, like... I don't want Sunday night football being at five o'clock is so nice. I don't. I just. I. I'm not a big fan of Sunday sports in general. Sundays suck. 
It's just watching it's not, the, watching the clock dwindle down until I have to march my ass back to work on Monday. It's not the sports itself you hate. It's just the day. Well, you watch a couple games and then you're like, oh, fuck. I've been watching football for 11 hours. Hell is almost back tomorrow. <laughs> Don't grow up, kids. Yeah. Stay a child for as long as Stay in school. Uh, Ryan, the Red Sox are playing the Yankees this weekend. And, yeah, there's that. I don't really want to talk about it, but I know we have to. I really don't want to talk about it. But, they win. The Red Sox took the lead last night. Or no. Do I have that right? I'm trying to remember. What was it? We took the lead one nothing. then you came back, scored three, then we tied it, and then you... Uh, didn't the uh, Red Sox lead the game one nothing in both games? Yes. Because it was supposed to be a four-game series, but it's only been two games. It's like, oh, and I realized last night, oh, we have to get embarrassed on Fox tonight, meaning the Saturday game. And, oh, by the way, we're Sunday Night Baseball, so we have to get embarrassed on ESPN on Sunday. Which is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. We're getting embarrassed all three games, and I'm awaiting my inevitable doom tonight. Um, well, there's still one game. Yeah, I know. I'm just uh, not happy about it. CC makes his uh, return tonight. Oh, CC's pitching tonight. Yeah. I. Yeah, I don't really have much faith in CC getting the job done. Well, I. I, I don't really to, have much faith have in the Red Sox it. offense scoring in general. But I think I think this series has shown that uh, the Yankees bullpen is for real because yeah. they haven't had their starting pitching go long. Your starting pitching goes like what four or five innings, and they like try and get five innings, and then then at least you have Zach Britton in the eighth, Aroldis Chapman in the ninth, uh, some different different people that pitch whatever six seven, but Adam Adovino. Yeah, Adovino is one of them. Um, Chad Green just came back; he was getting plastered, but. They were all the guy. Who was the guy that started for you last night? Like I never even heard of the guy, and he's got like a nine and one record. Domingo Herman. Yeah, I'd never even heard of that guy before, and he's got a nine and one record. Jack Jack Green got the uh, the win last night. He was getting hit hard though. Got hit hard, but he didn't give up runs. That's all that matters. Tonight is Price for Sabathia. David Price is good, boys. I will maintain. David Price is good. And he's actually been pitching well. His, his last start he went after he went one inning, and then there was a rain delay for an hour, and then came back out, and he pitched five, five shutout innings, which I haven't seen from him, only because... He's on the fence about, like, oh, I can't get my cutter to work. I can't get my change-up to work. 
but he's been pitching good. His ERA is down. I mean, the whole, the whole, the whole Red Sox starting staff, their ERAs are down because we had that fucking horrible shit month called April. And they finally started to figure it out. Like, Price is 2-2 two two with a 2.83 ERA at the moment. Hi. The Orioles are 18-40 and 40 right now. Yes. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> oh, God, I fucking love it. They're 20 and a half games back, and it's, and it's they're the, June they're the only team. They're the only team in the league with a run differential minus triple digits. What's their run differential? Minus 114. <laughs> so put put that in perspective. Baltimore is 18 and 40, minus 114. Kansas City not that far ahead at 19 and 39, but their run differential is minus 50. I'd also like to make it apparent that the Baltimore Orioles and Miami Marlins are basically the same people because both of the both the organizations have decided. Oh yeah, we're gonna tank for a long time. We're gonna suck. The Miami Marlins are twenty and thirty six, and only twelve games back of the Phillies, who are leading the NL East. Yeah. The Orioles, on the other hand, are twenty and a half games back of the New York Yankees, and have a three ten winning percentage. That is terrible. I mean, that's awful. That's just awful. What was... Andrew, what's the... What are the... What's the uh, Marlins run differential? Uh, minus 80. I mean, that's not bad. It's not great. But it's not horrible. I, I mean, what is bad for you, then? Minus, uh, <laughs> minus 100 by fucking June 2nd. That's what it is. That's what's bad. <laughs> They're not far That's, off. Um, San Francisco was minus 83. San Francisco's terrible. Uh, Detroit is a minus 95. Kansas and... And yeah, those are the only ones that are like in that vicinity. Other. You know who actually has the best run differential right now? We're talking... What the fucking Yankees? You gonna it's, it's you gonna you, you gonna push the dagger even further in? It, it's not the Yankees. Oh, with the Phillies? Not the Phillies. God no. I don't know. <laughs> Appreciate it though. Is it the Minnesota Twins? It's the Twins. I thought so. They're leading that division by ten and a half games. Good yeah. God! Must be the cold weather advantage. They don't. People don't know how to come up to uh, Minnesota and play. I mean, Cleveland's cold. Chicago White Sox. That's that's a cold. It's uh, sarcasm because people like to make up shit for why teams are good. <laughs> no, the Twins are actually really good. Like uh, they're, I mean, they're coming and they're not going away. I However, have that, I had that guy uh, Kepler in fantasy. He's been outstanding. If if the Twins play the Yankees in the playoffs, they'll obviously lose because. The Yankees have just made the Twins a bitch for the last two decades. But yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I think the Twins, the Twins are for real. I mean, this isn't the Johan Santana Twins, but yeah, the uh, the uh, Justin Morneau and Joe Mauer, Joe Mauer, Eminem, Joe Mauer. You know, you know what I'm realizing? What? That baseball players are some big fucking boys. 
They are yeah. large humans. Um, I'm just looking at the Yankees roster because I wanted to talk about uh, the players they're getting it done with now. Mm-hmm. But there's like a handful of guys under 200. Under 200 pounds. No, I was going to say under the Mendoza line or like what are you? Uh, it's beefy boys out there in baseball. They got. I mean, I, I thought there'd be a little bit of lying going on here with the weights, but they look pretty accurate. <laughs> this isn't the NBA where we lie about height and weight. CC's on the IL right now, so there's no 300-pound players on the roster. But I was, I was going to say, is CC pushing like 310? He has to be. Has to be. Uh, I forget what it is, but he's... Uh, I'll look it up real fast, but... I remember thinking, I was like, if they have him listed at 260 or some shit, that's just... <laughs> he's, he's, he's not 260. I the said 66300 is what he's listed at. I mean, that's... He's 6'6"? Six, six? Jesus it, Christ. I mean, that's just massive. <laughs> that is just a large human being. Good Lord. But even, like, some, some of the relievers, like Tommy Canely and... Like Adam Adovino's fucking big. Six one two thirty five, but like they don't even. It's not like they look like meatballs or anything. No, I mean they're just they're cut. They're like they're just there's some there's some thick boys out there. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but getting it done with the likes of Luke Voigt, Gio Urshela, DJ LeMahieu. Love LeMahieu. Uh, Clint Frazier in outfield. Aaron Hicks has just come back, but you know they're getting it done without Aaron Judge. Without Aaron Judge, John uh, Carlos Stanton. Stanton. Um, they had other players uh, who I still call Mike Stanton, by the way, because so, uh, still haven't you still haven't caught on to that yet. Yeah, no, because fuck him. That's why they are also wow. without their starting shortstop. I was about to say, Didi's not coming back till next year. Because he had Tommy John. He had TJ. So, uh, it's it's coming from an unlikely cast. And also, uh, Glaber Torres, while he, wa- he wasn't a proven player before, he was a top prospect, so you expect him to play the way he's been playing. But still... Yeah, as a Red Sox fan, can't say I'm pleased that the Yankees are just oh yeah, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put everybody on the fucking injured list and be like oh yeah, no, we're just we're just gonna fucking win at a 600 clip. I mean, Lemayhu, Urshela, Voit. I mean, that's just it's not yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not ideal. That's not where where you were expecting offense to come from. No, no. But if you that here, if you can't hear the sarcasm and pissed offness in my voice right now, but that goes to show uh, all the years that you know people were saying the Yankees sucked, they were making deals and stocking the farm system. It goes lost because. While some of these guys were acquired in trade, a bunch of this new new look Yankees has been developed on the farm. Which I respect. I respect them. Sure, you you, ha- you have you have the guys. big you have the big money, Giancarlo Stanton, 
Um, Jacoby Ellsbury, yes. Yes. Well, he never really panned out to be anything, but <laughs> I needed I needed to get that jab in. I'm sorry. El- Ellsbury was in the was in the era of we're just signing whoever the fuck ever to put on the field, and and we're just going to develop the farm. Exactly. Sign sign El- someone. Ellsbury could be Ellsbury could be 300 pounds, and you're just like ah oh, fuck, write the check. I'm talking now, not like uh, when you signed him. Aaron Judge is gonna get big money, but he was a guy that was developed on the farm. So, so before, oh, old, huh? Isn't he older than we think he is? How old is he? He's like in his mid twenties, isn't he? Yeah. Aaron Judge. How old is Aaron Judge? Me. But I, like I, I when I believe when I it's like age twenty-seven. Yeah. He's twenty-seven. Born in 1992. He's 27? He makes $622,000 a year. Wait, how much? That's $622,000. What? That's ridiculous. His That's still a shit ton of money to to the common folk, but as far as what he's doing in baseball, yeah, that's chump change. Yeah, I mean, his contract is coming, but obviously... Aaron Judge uh, hit the ground running as soon as he got his chance in the major leagues. How many? How many? What does he got? Three years service time. Uh, yeah. Well, he. I think he had some at bats in 2016, but that his rookie year was 2017. Well, I mean, if you get if you have an at bat, you get service time in the major leagues. So what? So he. So what he got that cup of coffee in September? He, yeah, 16? he he played he played in September in sixteen, and then it's been a regular since twenty seventeen. So he's probably got he's got another, I'd say three years until he gets that big money contract. So he'll be he'll be twenty nine when he gets his money, or when he can hit free agency. We'll put it that way because. Because his six years of service time is up. It has to be six years. Yeah. That's you're not eligible for free, you're not eligible for free agency until you have six years of service time in Major League Baseball. Not six years in the organization. Six years of playing Major League Baseball. Goodness gracious. Oh yeah, no, that system is so fucked. Like, did you hear? Did you? Did you uh, read about the story about the kid? who was drafted like eight, eighth overall and said, uh, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to go play in Japan until I'm 25. And then, uh, I'll come back and sign in the major leagues for bigger money. He's got like a, he's got like a $18 million contract to go pitch in Japan. Smart kid. Yeah. I agree with him. But yeah, so it's like my whole point here was, uh, people like to say the Yankees just go out and buy whoever the fuck they want, which you're, Clearly, just not paying attention if you think that. The last, I mean, before, that's what the Yankees did. They went out and signed just, they went out and signed everybody, as you know. However, that was before, that was, that was after the dynasty, though, pretty much. But George was still around. He was signing everybody, wasn't he? I mean, Posada, Jeter, Pettit. They all came from the farm. That was all. That whole thing was developed on the farm. Yeah, no, I agree. I wanted to ask you: is Jorge Posada a Hall of Famer in your eyes? Probably not. 
Is there a reason? Or uh, I, fr- I forgot Mariano Rivera in there, too. I was forgetting one of them, but... I was about to bring him up, actually. I was, I was going to say, I was, I was, oh, I was missing... Mariano Rivera, kind of important. I was missing one of the core four, but... <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I, I don't know. I just... I don't think... I don't really remember his numbers. Let's look. Let's look him up. Just because I, like... Everybody always talks about, oh, the Yankee Hall of Fame or the Yankee Hall of Fame. When Jorge Posada is never... How do you spell his name, Ryan? P-O-S-A-D-A. I meant his first name, but all right, that'll work. Oh, Jorge. (laughs) Sorry, I don't know how to spell it. He's only 47. Damn, he's younger than I thought. So his... I mean... He has his career war is forty two point eight. He's got six one thousand six hundred sixty four hits, two hundred seventy five home runs, and a career batting average of two seventy three. His batting averages were kind of all over the place, and pretty incredible. His only year he batted over three hundred was in two thousand seven. Really. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Where's 2007? He made a 338. Good Christ. Finished sixth at MVP that year, and that wasn't even as high as finished. He finished yeah. third in 2003. I Definitely a good player. Uh, yeah, no. Great definitely. player in the Yankees organization, but I don't, I don't see Jorge Posada making the Baseball I, Hall of Fame. I I guess I thought his numbers were better than I thought they were. <laughs> what what do you think? I you thought laugh? they were. Be- I guess I thought his numbers were better than I thought they were. Uh, yeah, Andrew, I'm I'm struggling today. Okay, can you not give me shit? I just thought it was funny. Um. Yeah. No. Only had 20 stolen bases throughout his entire career. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like one per year. <laughs> I, I, was, I would think that. I wouldn't even... You could tell me he stole zero bases in his career, and I would believe you. Stole 20 bases, got caught stealing 21 times. Ah, wasn't shit. wasn't the fastest runner. Was not the fleetest of foot, we'll say. I'm just going to... Uh, when, you, when you're in a catching stance for... That much time. Fourteen years, yeah. Seventeen. Uh, that's years. just in the majors, and all the time you spend until you get there. Uh, it's people wonder why catchers can't fucking run. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. I mean, their knee, their knees are shot. I mean, shit. And most of them don't wear the uh, the knee saver shit on how the back of them. Huh? I said, how could you like not wear those? I don't. I. I guess it's. I guess it's looked at as a bitch move. You're not. I guess I don't know. When you're when you're in an active when you're in an active catching position, you're not sitting back on your legs. Yeah. No. I agree. I'm just saying. Like when you want to lean back, it's like. I guess that would help. But most catchers don't wear. Them. At least. At least from what I've seen, most catchers don't wear them. I mean, I didn't wear them. I wore them simply because you're playing little league and the coach provides the catcher gear and they had them on there. Well, I didn't. I wasn't gonna 
use the peasant catcher gear, so I had my own. Well, guess what, motherfucker? I didn't have that. Um, just put a bow on this. Did you guys see what uh, Dustin Maduro said this week? What did he say? A reporter asked him uh, with his knee. He said, will you ever play again? He said, I don't know. Uh, it's uh, probably more of no. Yeah. So it's not great. Dustin Pedroia is probably going to officially retire at the end of the year. Must be pretty cool to be a hurt baseball player. You know how much money he's making? Uh, No, but you could ask Jacoby Ellsbury how being hurt and making money is. Must be great. Dustin Pedroia is making $15 million this year. He's making $12 million next year and $11 million the year after that. And it doesn't matter if he retires. He's still making all that money. It's all guaranteed. Oh, no. I right? would I would say... I, I think it's all guaranteed. I don't think it's guaranteed if you retire, though. Okay. I would I would tell I would tell the Red Sox, cut the man a check. The man has given you over a decade, and he played every fucking day. Like, get the fuck out. Like, if you're trying to tell me that Dustin Pedroia doesn't deserve that money, I think you're high. Simply because, simply because of what he's done throughout his career, he deserves that money. That's what I'm saying. Because I mean, he hasn't played in two years. He played three games this year. He played six games last year. Look at the way he swings the bat. It's not hard to understand why <laughs> you get hurt. Yeah, and look at the way he plays defense. The man is five foot eight. Or 5'9", whatever the hell he is. He is the height of an average man. And has won an MVP. He won Rookie of the Year. And people, and Red Sox fans, I've seen it. Where people want to be like, oh yeah, no. Don't pay him the fucking money, just cut him. Go fuck yourself. Honest to Christ. Go fuck yourself. It's not really what you do to that type of player. No. His numbers are going to be retired. And, I mean... He's my favorite Red Sox of all time. Just because, I mean, came up with him. Came up in 06 at the end of the year. And I was, what was I, 12 years old? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a sad, sad day because he said his knee is never going to be the same again. Which sucks. I don't know. Just wanted to just wanted to uh, touch on that. He's Dustin Pedroia might have to retire. So, uh, on to another disappointing factor: uh, the Champions League final. Uh, Tottenham decided to uh, shit the bed and didn't wake up to the seventieth minute. And decided, oh shit, yeah, we might as well tie the fucking game now. Ridiculous. Not a sad day if you're a Liverpool fan. No, it's not. And it wasn't even a bad game, in my opinion. I didn't think it was bad. Minus, I mean, it should have been one nothing, not 2 nothing, Because the fucking PK 30 seconds into the game was a little bit of bullshit. But, 
I thought I thought Tottenham kind of carried the play most of the game. Liverpool didn't do much besides get a penalty and then take advantage real late in the game when Tottenham was pressing for a goal. They, I mean, they didn't. The thing with Liverpool, it's like, yes, Tottenham controlled most of the game, but it was like Liverpool would get the ball, and in two passes, they'd be at the 18-yard box. At least that's what I saw. They would get it and go. And, like, they might they might not have controlled it for long, but they were getting much better chances than Tottenham was. Champions of Europe, but not champions of the Premier League. Which is weird. Soccer's weird like that. Who who is it? Man City. Uh, that's what I was about to say. Um, I just imagine how amazing a Man City Liverpool championship game to win the Premier League would be. Yeah, imagine if the Premier League had playoffs. That would be great. Or I mean, playoffs, or even even just give us a championship game or something. I mean, that's that's doing a disservice to this season. For inc- how incredible seasons both clubs had, and they oh, yeah, and they no. they don't even get to square off for the championship. It's like Liverpool and Tottenham shouldn't have even been in the final. Ajax had uh, the Spurs dead to rights, dead to rights, and we came back. And I understand that uh, we had to start Harry Kane over Lucas Moura. I get that, but I don't know why you didn't just put Mora and Kane on the field at the same time to start the game. It's like Liverpool has three of the best strikers in Europe, and you're not going to counter with our three best. It's like it's literally the last game of the year. Give it everything you got. I thought Mo Salah looked like a fucking idiot out there yesterday. He has such a punchable face. He was just, any time a ball came near him, he was just smacking his foot at the ball. I mean, he looked like a fucking field goal kicker out there. <laughs> he was smacking his foot at the ball. I think that's the point of soccer, Ryan. Uh, no, uh, he's making... No. Build-up play. Like, you need to... You, need to, you gotta elaborate. <laughs> just like any, any time the ball was near him, he had better passing options, he had cross options, but he was just deciding to take shots 25 yards away from goal and just... You know, super low low quality chances, and and really in a possession game, it's not good to just give away the ball. And I, uh, his penalty, he scored his penalty, but it could have been saved. Yeah, it could have been, which I obviously would have liked it to have been saved, but it was it was hit hard and hit with pace, so it was still a tough spot, but the keeper was still there. Keeper, keeper, keeper made the uh, the right move to the right side. Uh, he moved left with him. So had he just, I mean, had Salah just fucked it up, he either goalie goalie would have either gotten a, a foot on it, a hand on it, or Salah just misses the net completely. But he just hit it perfect. So and uh, Alisson, uh, Liverpool's keeper, was. Very good. He was money. He Is was that money. how you pronounce that? Yes. I've been saying Allison this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> He's Brazilian. Alison. Oh, is he now? 
Yeah, I'm going to keep calling that. I mean... Uh, well, his, his actual last name, it looks like, is Becker, but Brazil's got some weird shit going on down there, and they just have one name. Yeah. All these guys have just one name. Did uh, Did you guys see what happened to Neymar, speaking uh, of Brazil? Allegedly. Alleged. Well, no, I, I didn't see it happen, so well, no. <laughs> he, well, yes, obviously you didn't see what happened. We are, we are aware of the news. Thank yeah. you... Thank you for putting allegedly. Yeah, Neymar allegedly accused of what? Rape? Yep. Is that what it is? Rape. Yikes! It's not great for him. It's not a. It's not. A, it's not a great look. Put it that way. Um. I was. I was. Like you brought it up, I was thinking about bringing it up, and then I stopped myself because, like, I. I feel like I don't even want to like talk about it until you know what happens. Yeah, no, I mean, that's this how is, I... This is that, what sucks for him, is because it's all over the news, so if he didn't do it, then he's just getting fucked for no reason other than this woman and, is crazy. Now, if oh, it has happened, then, like, obviously he can't be playing yeah. soccer anymore, he's gonna be in jail. And, oh, by the way, you know. like, even if it turns out that he's been falsely accused or whatever, yeah. like, even if people are people are not gonna let it go, and you know that. Right, and that, that I hate that. I hate that that's a thing, but... It's. A, I mean, I'm not passing judgment. I can't because it's yeah, like, let's just I, see what happens. Yeah, don't have the facts. It was a news article. Uh, Neymar is allegedly accused of rape, and it's like, okay, I'm. I'm. I'm one of those guys where it's like, okay, give me more information. I what are What are the rules down in Brazil? I. I. You know, innocent until proven guilty isn't everywhere in the world. It's well, not. It happened in France. I don't know if Brazil would have yeah. jurisdiction over this. Thing. It happened in France. Yeah, it didn't, yeah, yeah. It didn't happen. It happened when he was at uh, PSG. He, play, he, he plays for PSG, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. Is he a French citizen? I don't think so. No. It was reported to the Sao Paulo police on Friday, so it happened in Brazil. Why did I think it happened in France? Well, I mean, he plays in France and he spends most of his time there. Neymar arrived apparently drunk at a hotel, and then that's when it had gone down allegedly. So he arrived. Neymar was arrived drunk. That's that's what the story says. Yeah, need more information. If you're if you're just trying to tell me it's a Neymar has a, denied them on a video. It looks like this ESPN article I'm reading says Neymar has been accused of raping a woman in Paris last month. That's what I thought. I, he, I it was just it was two, just is there two separate stories? It was just reported to Sao Paulo. Oh, it was just That's, it was just reported yeah. to the Sao Paulo police. Uh, what a mind fuck! So, uh, what? A, so I guess they they both were Brazilian then, probably. What a probably. what a mind fuck! Wow. Yeah, I mean, you report you report to Sao Paulo. It's like yeah. So I saw I saw that happened in Brazil. Oh no! Wait, it happened in Paris a month ago. How does the Brazilian police department I mean, invest investigate? No, it was it was reported to the Brazilian police. The report also states the woman left Paris two days later and that she did not file her complaint in Paris because she was shaken. How she did, how do she you must be Brazilian also? How do you investigate 
something that happened in France if you're the Brazilian police. Uh, well, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna find out. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna figure that out. I mean, uh, other other countries' police departments don't have jurisdiction in other countries. That's not the yeah, way. It, it's not the way it works. Right. I guess One, Brazil's gonna have to call France and send, "Hey, look into this." <laughs> pretty much. I mean, they they're probably gonna cooperate with them. Uh, France is with Brazil, like on this issue, but. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't get that. But, Andrew, you got, yeah. you got a bracket update for us? Yeah, I can give you guys a little bit of the uh, the brackets uh, now that baseball's underway. Uh, currently, I'm watching this uh, Washington-UCLA. Uh, it's the softball Final Four, essentially. So who's left is uh, you got number two overall UCLA, number three overall Washington. Uh, Washington's got to win twice today if they want to go to the final. UCLA just needs to win once. Uh, obviously, I had Washington as my runner-up in my uh, bracket, so I'm rooting hard for the uh, the dogs here. And then the other side of the bracket, you got number one overall Oklahoma taking on uh, number eight, I think it is actually Alabama. Um, uh, Alabama's got to win twice. Oklahoma just got to win once. Um, and I wanted to just touch on how Florida got eliminated yesterday, and uh, they had uh, two of their seniors uh, after the game get uh, interviewed because um, they ha- they ha- ESPN's got a desk set up there and everything. It's uh, Molly McGrath is the one covering it. So they had uh, Kelly Kelly Barnhill and Amanda Lorenz, I think her name is, and it was just a. Uh, Really emotional to talk about their their four years at Florida. Florida softball is just absolutely ridiculously good. And uh, Kelly Barnhill is um, she's the uh, future of USA softball. So uh, watch out for her for the in the uh, Olympics next year. She's going to be the ace pitcher. She's fucking fantastic. But it, yeah, it was it was pretty emotional. But um, I still have Oklahoma and still have Washington alive. So let's hope we can uh, finish strong here. Speaking of Molly McGrath, remember when we saw her up close at Verizon Center? Yeah. <laughs> at uh, the Big Ten basketball tournament. I do, yeah. Gavin wanted to get a selfie with her. <laughs> he missed his chance. She was right next to us. Yeah. Snooze, you lose, Gavin. Uh, Washington, UCLA is currently 0 0. All right, so. All right, go ahead, Ryan. I was just saying, I have no insight to offer on college softball or baseball. Our expert, Andrew Henry, uh, breathes this shit in day and night. So he's your man. If you have any questions, direct it towards him. Yeah. At DJ Mittens. I mean, I mean, Andrew. Andrew gets Andrew gets a little aroused from the thought of him uh, having a perfect bracket. Uh, yeah, that would be uh, that's something to cross off the bucket list. Is a that is correct? I don't care what sport it is. If it's a perfect bracket, it's a perfect bracket. So probably like a college hockey or lacrosse bracket yeah i mean that'd be cool but it just it wouldn't feel the same it's only 16 that's still pretty remarkable yeah 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 i mean what do you think you're gonna get a perfect basketball bracket i do think that that's, i mean that is just that is just never gonna happen uh all right so baseball baseball is a college baseball is one billion times harder to to have a perfect bracket in them. Oh, it's softball. ridiculous. It's absolutely unbelievable. Um, 
I lost my perfect bracket. Um, because of? Oregon State. The, the defending champions went out. They didn't even win a game. Went two and out. That's so, just your own fault. You never picked the defending champions. But I have so many. Oh, I only had them winning the, the first round. But I have so many teams that are battling elimination right now. This is crazy, including my cha- my champion, Georgia, number four overall. We got their ass handed to them by Florida State yesterday. They lost like something like thirteen to three or fifteen three. It was crazy. So they uh they're winning six nothing right now. So they're going to stay alive, but they're going to have to play Florida State later today. Uh, Georgia Tech, number three overall, winning five to three in the ninth inning. Auburn walk off three run homer. So now Georgia Tech's got to face. Not only are they facing elimination, they're down right now four to two to Myrtle Beach's own Coastal Carolina, in the fourth inning. Uh, NC State had them. They're down six one in elimination game. So I'm screwed there. Have Texas A&M. They're down four nothing in elimination game. Might be screwed there. Um, let's see. Clem- Clemson. Uh, they're playing an elimination game at 3 o'clock, so they need to win and then beat Ole Miss twice. Uh, Your favorite school, Ole my Miss. My favorite school, Ole Miss. We're going to touch on that in a little while. <laughs> so fasten your seatbelt for that one. Stanford has to, play, has to win three in a row. Miami's got to win three in a row. UCLA, the number one ranked team in the country in baseball, has to win three in a row or they're going home. I mean, this uh, college baseball is just impossible to predict. Baseball it's, in general. And let me let me uh, let me tell you guys this: if Georgia does not make it out of the first round, that'll be three years in a row that my champion has lost in the first round. I mean, you talk about the kiss of death. Well, that's uh, that's SEC ACC baseball right there. Uh, like every every team, like in those conferences, have winning records. That and the the Pac-12 for the most part. There were uh, a lot of California baseball in this tournament. There was one SEC team that did not have a winning record. Who was it? I forget who it was, but South Carolina was uh finished a few games over, so they were they were for. They didn't. They didn't quite make it. No, but uh, I I actually did watch a little bit of the SEC baseball tournament. Just because we watched the Gamecocks and some other games, but Vanderbilt has looked great. Though it was just insane how, like, how good all these teams and that conference and the ACC yeah. and Pac-12 are. I just, I mean, that's how it is in softball too. At the SEC, there's only 13 softball teams in the SEC because uh, Vanderbilt doesn't have a softball team. I think because the like the Title Nine or whatever. They have to have really? Good, it's something like that, yeah. So Vanderbilt, for whatever reason, doesn't have a Division One softball team. But okay. like, there's been years where like all 13 SEC softball teams make the tournament. Oh, Kentucky, I believe, is the one SEC school who had a losing record. Okay. And they were like a couple games under. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. That when you get to conference play, it's cutthroat. It's so it's so hard. Um. Andrew, did you watch uh, Alabama Florida yesterday? The softball game? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't great. I looked up. I literally, I was at the bar and looked up. Okay, it's about in the first inning. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Come back. It's (laughs) 6 nothing. It's like literally 35 seconds. Yeah, the game ended in five. They they, they had the slaughter rule in effect. 
What? Can you explain that to me? I I actually don't know the exact rules. It's something like if you're down like ten after four, then it ends, and if you're down like eight after five, then it ends, or something like that. I, mean, I, I think the earliest the game can end is the fourth inning, and it, it ended in the fifth inning yesterday. Um, and what do they go? They go nine, don't they? Uh, softball, they go seven. Oh, okay. Baseball's nine. Um, well, yeah. That's... So, yeah, uh, I have Georgia this year, so they're in trouble. I had Stanford last year. They got knocked out by Cal State Fullerton in the first round. And then my favorite one to tell people is two years ago, I had North Carolina winning the whole thing. They got eliminated by Davidson because in the elimination game, in the ninth inning, they had a runner on second. Because reasons. Got a, got a base hit. Guys rounding third, dives for home plate head first. The catcher misses him on the tag, but the guy running misses home plate. And then the catcher ran over to him and tagged him out, and that's how they lost. Uh, but for whatever it's worth, I've gotten the last two champions... I got out in the first round, um, but I've gotten the runner-up absolutely correct each of the last two years. I had Arkansas last year, and the year before that was uh, LSU. So I, I, I guess that's good news for Vanderbilt because I have them as my runner-up, so they'll at least make the final. But I gave Georgia the kiss of death. I mean, so all, see, see you later, Bulldogs. Them, all three of them are SEC schools, so. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um. But, yeah, so that's where we stand right now with college baseball. A lot of eliminations are uh, going to happen today and then some some uh, tomorrow. I have a little update on the Neymar situation. Okay. What do we got? During his video of denying rape allegations, mm-hmm. he showed all of the WhatsApp messages from the, from the accuser. Uh-huh. And it seems that she was 100% keen on having sex with Neymar. Uh, it appears to be consensual on her part. So, there's that. It appears that way, but shit can also, shit can also appear to be one way and actually be another. It is, but it was just a little more in-depth to what we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, as I said, I wanted more information. So, there's that to the situation. Yeah, let's rank some shit. I'll gladly drunk uh, rank some shit. This one, you guys are going to have to really think outside the box, because there's there's not a lot of household names in this, but I just wanted to to try it out for you. Do I got to look shit up, Andrew? Well, I'll explain to you who all the people are. Okay. You know, Johnny, I would love to be drunk right now. (laughs) I'm still drunk from last night. Too bad I got shit to do. (laughs) I fell asleep at like midnight like like an old man. Like a child. (laughs) Beer in hand, just asleep on the recliner. All right, don't don't look at the Google Doc yet. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't want to be drunk right now. 10.30 in the morning on a Sunday. I'd rather be somewhat sober. But that's clearly not going to happen. This is the most sober I've been on a Sunday in a while. Years. Years. I mean, I didn't go hard or anything. We were just having beers for the soccer game. Yeah. I was a little little deflated after the draw. 
I mean, I got I got sneaky drunk. Although, shit's... had DC United pull out the three points, it, night probably would have gone a little differently. I would imagine. You would have you would have been tipping whiskey bottles back. All right, you guys ready? Yep. All right. From five to one, here we go. Tim Corbin, Vanderbilt baseball coach. Okay. Alrighty. Easton Corbin, country music singer. Baron Corbin, wrestler and former NFL offensive lineman. Like WWE wrestler? Yeah, yeah. Corbin Shara, USA BMX uh, former Olympian and world champion. <laughs> and number five, the wild card as always, made famous from his time on uh, High School Musical. East Corbin High. E- East High basketball five. score. Five. Put him there. Um, who, who was the fourth one, Andrew? Corbin Shiraz, is a uh, USA BMX. Google Doc, Johnny. Google Doc. No, I'm looking at it. I just he, needed the description. He represented Team USA at the Olympics last year. Okay. B, uh, BMX cross. I'm a big uh, BMX guy for the, uh, the listeners. Ryan, you got you got something? Um. Well, I'm looking up who Baron Corbin is. <laughs> I, ne- I need. Ryan, you and I have definitely talked about him. Before. I need to see what he looks like. I know the name. I just. I need to see who he is. I was gonna say. I feel like I've heard of all of these people, but I just can't put a name to it. I, th- I talked other about than, him actually. Other than, other than Corbin Blue, I talked about him because uh, we were talking about how bad the Cardinals' offensive line was, and he used to he used to play guard for the Cardinals. So oh, I said they so should bad. call him back, and then any time a linebacker blitzes up the middle, he just hits him with an end of days. <laughs> that's his finishing move. Um, and you said, I don't know if that's legal, and I said, show me the rule. Got a blitzing linebacker. So comes up the middle, you just clothesline them. Tim Corbin. Um, I don't give a shit about Vanderbilt, so. <laughs> He's number five. Okay. Even, even though I, uh, I used to live... Like in Nashville, I was liter- literally a ten-minute walk from Vanderbilt's campus. I was like so surprised when you told me that nobody in Nashville cares about Vanderbilt. It's yeah, it's they're like nobody in Nashville cares about much outside of music. Uh, they're like, oh no, Rocky Top. It's like, boy, that's three hours away in Knoxville. Uh, I did, I did attend a Nashville, Nashville SC Open Cup game at Vanderbilt. Nice place, cool f- baseball stadium, but I still don't give a shit about it. Um, yep. Oh. I think I'm going to have to go with Baron Corbin at number four. I'm not a big fan of that guy. No. He's ugly, too. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a little harsh, but okay. Um, wow, okay. Corbin Shara, how do you say his name? Yeah, Shara. Um, represents the U.S. And Corbin Blue at number two. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember watching the premiere of High School Musical. I don't know how old I was, but... I mean, for me, it was fifth grade, I think. So it came out in 2005, I Yeah, we would have been like 10 years old. I, yeah, me and Jeff were uh, we were on some type of vacation in uh, Myrtle Beach or Florida or something, and I guess my parents were happy because we were like, "No, nah, fuck no, we gotta watch this 
Disney original. Some new shit's coming out. It's High School Musical. And they probably went out and drank and had fun. But, yeah, we were back at the room watching High School Musical. And you didn't know what alcohol was yet. Wildcats in the house, baby. <laughs> what team? Wildcats. What team? Wildcats. Wildcats. Good God, the both of you. You didn't finish it. What is it, Woo? <laughs> I don't remember. I... <laughs> It's not woo. It's wildcats. Get your head in the game. Oh. <laughs> what is it, woo? It's been a long time. Wildcats. Woo. I, I think you act like I should remember every little detail of things from my childhood. That was a big part. Sorry, Andrew. It was the one movie you've watched in your life. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's one of those Okay, movies. I mean, I, I still know lyrics to some of the songs. I just, you know. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so you had Tim Corbin, Baron Corbin, Corbin Sherat, Corbin Blue, and you're going uh, EC number one. Of course, Easton Corbin at number one. No, no sir, I ain't been, been drinking. drinking. I ain't even had one beer. That sweet thing's got me buzzing from whispering in my ears. At this little hot mess. And I know I'm all over the road. So, uh, if you guys would like me to sing every show, I can. Because, I mean, come on now. That was good. Okay. I think there was a little bit of a delay, though. Oh, uh, was there? Be a little bit off when this comes out, yeah. That's a shame. Oh, shit. That's a shame. Right. I will say this. Easton is a strong name. Yeah. Too bad. E- too bad. East and hockey sticks weren't in the in the uh, ranking. Yeah. Oh, I should. Yeah, I could have just gone like all like cardinal directions. <laughs> so, like East and hockey sticks. East and Corbin. Kanye West. Uh. <laughs> there you go. I, mean, I only had. I only had. I only had two East and sticks in my life. Good. Good thing. Right. Uh, Andrew, you got you got time to make more. Yeah, plenty of time. Ryan, you remember when we were in uh, New York and my stick got caught in the door? I do. Yeah, that was that was the lone Eastern stick of my in my arsenal. Um, okay, so what do I? Yeah, I'm I'm going Eastern Corbin one. He's got to be one. I mean, Eastern's just a, just the strongest. Oh shit! Are we going one to five, Johnny? No, no, Johnny's, no, no. Johnny's I'm just, just breaking the rules. No, I'm putting I'm just putting him at one. John, John and then I and then I will rank the I will rank the rest of them, but Eastern Corbin is one. Um, who's the the wrestler? Baron? Baron Corbin. Yeah, he's five. Not a popular guy. He, Uh, like, I'm, like, the only one that likes him. Like, it's not even just because you guys aren't wrestling fans. Like, in the WWE universe, everybody hates him, too. Because you like heels, Andrew. This is known. That's not necessarily true. Because I was a huge Cena guy. Everybody was. And I love Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is as baby face as it comes. Roman Reigns literally intros our podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that music like, you hear before every episode, that's that's the big dog's entrance music. Roman everybody. Reigns literally intros every podcast love before us. Have I told you guys I'm going to a pay-per-view in Philly, July? Mm-mm. I'll be at uh, Extreme Rules. So uh, we're going to see some uh, some tables breaking. 
Oh shit. Um but go ahead. Jim. I ro- so you got BC at five. Roman Reigns people gotta call us and like uh gotta get copyright infringement. I was uh, gonna it's say, a matter of time. I mean, any anytime Vince McMahon uh, has an opportunity to make money off of somebody else, then he's gonna do it. That's just that's so, just, be, that's just being a smart businessman. That's all that is. Yeah. Um. Corbin Blue is four for sure. Boo! Just because, I, just because I'm I'm not a high school musical guy. I'm just not. Uh, you you're one of those. You're like ten years old. You're like. Fuck you, pussies watching High School Musical. <laughs> Not what I said. Johnny, what did you watch just, back then? Because it wasn't Wedding Crashers, we know that. Definitely wasn't that. Uh, I don't know, probably... I don't know, my dad probably had the fucking Red Sox game on or something like that. I don't fucking know. Uh, All the time? You're act- you're acting like we didn't watch sports when we were younger, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, no. yeah, no, I, but I just, I'm not... Guys, and I couldn't you, watch sports in fifth grade. I was too busy watching Zach Efron and Vanessa Hudgens sing together. You didn't let me finish. Dude, I had such a crush Assholes. on Gabriella Montez. <laughs> such such a crush, just blown away by her. So hot. You didn't let me finish. I just simply didn't watch it. I didn't even know what was happening. And then, then fuck it, you go back to school on Monday, right, when you're in the fifth grade, and everybody's talking about it, and I'm sitting there with my fucking thumb up my ass, not knowing what the fuck's going on. Sounds like a Wedding Crashers type moment. Oh yeah, it definitely was. But then you watched it. Have you seen High School Musical? Yes, I've fucking seen it, but it was probably like two or three years after the fact. You know there's a second and third one, right, Johnny? I'm aware, Andrew. All right. Actually, that's the way I was with the stepbrothers. I didn't want to watch it because everyone was just talking about it at school. And I was like, I've literally heard the entire script of the, mo- script of the movie. <laughs> and everyone laughing about it. I was like, yeah, I'm not watching this horse shit. I probably didn't see it until like five years after everyone was, after it came out. I know, I know. My cousin, when High School Musical two came out, it was like a big thing, and I was over his house, and he wanted, they wanted to uh, watch the premiere, so I was like, all right, I don't really care, and then I, I walked out after like twenty minutes. I'm like, I'm done with this shit. You're lost. Mm-hmm. You're lost. Just not my cup of tea. Just not my cup of tea. Not, not knocking the people who like it. Definitely not doing that. All I'm saying, just not my cup of tea. Um, okay, so Tim Corbin, three. Really? A big Vandy guy? Massive Vanderbilt fan, and you know, you all know this. Um, and then Corbin Sahara? Shira. Shira. I can't read this morning. Yeah, he's, uh, he's two. So... Shout out to Easton Corbin with a uh, a clean sweep. Hey, Easton, strong name. You can't knock that name. I mean, come on now. I mean, you got to be famous if you're named Easton. Easton Corbin. If you're you're Easton and you're just like a regular average guy, then you got to change your name. If you're a regular guy, just named Easton in general. I mean, look at us. You're not somewhat famous. We are regular people Andrew, John, and Ryan. Yeah. I got the most common name on the planet. John, Andrew, and Ryan. Alrighty then. 
It was it was two dudes at the bar last night that were named fucking John. It was ridiculous. I I mean, I think we all grew up with like multiple names in our classes and shit and teams. I definitely I, did. Yeah. I think I was I think I was the only guy that didn't have another John like in the same class as him. I never had another John. In the same they were class. they were always I was always Ryan C. Yeah, I was always Andrew H. Yeah, exactly. Ryan C. And, really? and then uh, I guess then once high school came around, I was just Cornelius. Cornelius or Corn. Uh, yeah, col- college was Corno. I thought college was Cornhole. Corno or Cornhole. Yeah, I heard that for the first time when I came up to visit you guys. Yeah, that was a little weird. Heard Corno for the first time. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. You have all these friends come from home and everyone's calling, calling me Ryan and then all these people are Corno, Corno, Corno. Everybody's like, "Who the fuck is Ryan?" Uh, that's me, you retards. Oh, they're like, they're like, oh, we're like, I don't think we've ever called him Ryan. <laughs> well, it's like my one buddy Scrocky. His first name's Matt. I've never called him Matt in my entire life. Well, it's different though. Like the the close close college friends, we all call each other by our first names. Yeah. But there you go. We got generic names. We're no Easton, that's for sure. That definitely not. Um, Bart Starr and Bill Buckner died last weekend, boys. Yeah, that was sad. Uh, I I'll give a uh, Bart Starr a little bit of a bump, and then Johnny, you can give a a, a Red Sox uh, Buckner uh, shout out. But uh, At- just um, Super Bowl like trivia is like my number one like strength in life. Like that's. That's my biggest asset, I think. That's what you aspire to, yes. Do you put that on your uh, your eHarmony profile? Uh, yes. I t- yes. <laughs> Andrew, is that on your Bumble profile? Yeah. Super Bowl trivia enthusiast. I'm actually on Christian Mingle. Ah, know. yes. Um, I thought you were on J-Date, but, you know. But anyway. Uh, yeah, like I, I used to... Like, remember the Scholastic Book Fair? Oh, yeah. 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 Whenever there was like that was like the last time I've read a book. A book. (laughs) Whenever there was a a football related book, I always like made my mom buy it for me. And one of those years was like a history of the Super Bowl, and it like gave like the final scores and the MVP and whatever. And so I I read that. I have that book. I read it front to back, and that's how I like learned like all this like random Super Bowl like trivia shit. And then right. I ended up, I have a DVD also that has, like, highlights of all the Super Bowls up until the Eagles-Patriots one. It's a really old DVD. But, right, like, Andrew. Mark Starr is, like, Super Bowl Trivia 101 because he was the first ever MVP. He won it back-to-back years, Super Bowl one and two. And I think uh, he's something like one of five players that have ever won the, uh, the MVP uh, two times. Um, so uh, rest in peace to Mark Starr. That was, uh, it was pretty sad. Andrew, I got one for you. What? Who's the only MVP to to play for a losing team in the Super yeah, Bowl? That's Chuck Howley. There you go. That's uh, also Super Bowl trivia one on one. Duh. What Super Bowl? Um. Five. There you go. Oh boy, I think I'm gonna have to brew up a uh, expert Super Bowl quiz for you, Andrew. An expert level one. Yeah. You can try. Um. Yeah. What was he? I think he was the only quarterback. Bart Starr was to win what five championships? That's combining Super Bowl right. and 
I mean, Brady's got six, so. So is it is it just uh, just Super Bowl MVP, or can I ask you questions about uh, specific Super Bowls and plays? Oh yeah, you can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Am I getting involved in this? No, this is just Andrew. Shit. Well, there's no point in going head to head. I've seen Andrew in action with Super Bowl MVP trivia. <laughs> you see me in action? Yeah. <laughs> Just shooting people down? Probably couldn't tell you after like 2006 or whatever. Well, yeah, well, I I don't know if... I don't know who you talked about it with sometimes, but you're just like going on and on about Super Bowl MVPs and stuff, and I'm just sitting there with my tongue hanging out of my mouth, like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? You're like, just like words, words, words. I was like, oh yeah, he was a football player. Uh, it's not, it's not even registering in your brain. I'm, I'm not much into the uh, league history type stuff. I only am with football. That's the only. I'm, like, I, I love hockey, but I have no like inkling of information about hockey history that's more that's, yeah, that's more johnny's territory i was about to say that's my that's johnny's territory um i know i know my team's history yeah uh i i guess you could call me an mls history historian yeah i do know about that but hey andrew you know who timmy smith is yeah which one the redskins running back yeah which Super Bowl? Uh, and 22. how many yards did he run for? It was Super Bowl twenty two. Um, I'll give you. It was over two hundred yards. Yeah, I know it's over two hundred. Um, I don't know two forty eight. I think it was like two forty five. There's two forty something. I don't know the exact number. But I think I know, like I know the overall, like the record for any game, I think is at like two ninety six right now. So for for a Super Bowl record, it would probably yeah. be a little bit lower. Than yeah, I I thought about going like two eighty, but that was probably too high. Fuck Adrian Peterson for taking Jamal's record. Well, it's Peterson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did, didn't he do it against the Ravens? No, he did it against fucking. Who did he do it against? It wasn't the Eagles. I'm remembering the Eagles for some reason. No, he never he never torched us. I don't think it was. I mean, I can't remember the last time the Ravens played in Minnesota. Let me look into this. I gotta see. Um, but yeah, fuck him for taking Jamal Lewis's record. Jamal Lewis very underrated running back. If we're gonna put it that. Oh, uh, he—that's right. He did against the Chargers. He did against the Chargers, and that was the same game where Cromartie had the 109-yard missed field goal return. Was it really? Yeah. Shit. Now, now I'm remembering it. Shit. See, like when Johnny and Andrew talk about this stuff, I'm just my mind is just elsewhere. <laughs> you wanna you you wanna off yourself, because Antonio Cromartie, as many yards as he has kids. Because I don't really care who scored this touchdown Literally or this touchdown. Um, Literally at all. But so while while my mind was wandering, I came up with a good uh, question that's not related to sports in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> what okay. is okay? So. I'm thinking of a name of a person, and this per okay. this person is a song, and is also a lead of a animated show on Nickelodeon. Arnold. Shit, I don't know. 
Okay. An actor or a character? Character. A cartoon character. Okay. Main okay. lead cartoon character. Um, this show was has it had its run during our our childhood. Not too sure what's on. Early. Not too sure what's on Nickelodeon nowadays, but. Um, so the early 2000s. And it was also a recent rap song. Fuck. So it's a cartoon character. Yes. And was featured in a rap song, or is the name of a rap song? Uh, the name of a rap of a rap song. This should be fucking. This should be easy, but my dumbass knows nothing. All right, Johnny, it, do do your uh your Bill Buckner thing, and then I'll think while you're talking. Well, Billy Buck passed at the age of 69. Good number, boys, right? Yeah. I also, I'd like to say this, that people who are blaming him for the 86 World Series can fuck right off because it was not his fault. The way I was raised, it was never Buckner's fault. It was the fucking bullpen's fault. Chiroldi can't get anybody out. Uh, Bob Stanley comes in and just does fuck all pitching to fucking Mookie Wilson. Uh, Bill Buckner never struck out three times in a game in his entire career. Not a once. Um, and oh, by the way, even after Buckner let the ball go through his legs, oh, by the way, there was game fucking seven the next night. Like, oh, by the way, there was game seven that the Red Sox could have won. I've broken that curse. But everybody wants to blame fucking Buckner. Man had 2,700 hits. Let me look. Let me get his fucking stats the, up. The Mets had already tied the game at that point, right? The game was the game was tied. Right, so even if he makes the play, you don't even know that the Red Sox win that game. Exactly. The yeah. game was tied. Already, when Mookie hit the ball, it was Ray Knight came around from second. That was the winning run. Right. There was a Mookie back then? Mookie Wilson, yeah. I thought Mookie Betts was the first Mookie. Who do you think he was named after? I'm I'm definitely joking, by the way. That's definitely not who Mookie Betts was named after. He went to Arizona State. No shit. Look at that. Let me, let me get his fucking numbers up here. So his career hits were 2715. A career 289 hitter. Over 1,000 runs, over 1,200 RBIs. Look at that. Played from 1969 to 1990. I mean, that's a fucking long career right there. Only made one all-star team, though, in 1981 with the Cubs. But, yeah. Rest in peace. Sports lost some great ones. I mean, you knew it was was coming, too. It's like, once you heard Bart Starr died, it's like, okay, who the fuck is next? Because... All these deaths, like, come in threes. It's ridiculous. It's a little depressing getting older. A little depressing. And he had 
Buckner had uh, uh, dementia, I think. So it's not like it's not like he was doing good. Jesus Christ! A 22-year career for Bill Buckner. 2,700 hits. Over 2,500 games. Jesus. You still thinking over there, Andrew? I'm like close to giving up. Yeah, what? Do you, oh, he's thinking of a TV character. That's also a rap song. I mean, I already gave my guess. So. Yep. Is there a rap song called Tommy Pickles? Uh, I'm pretty sure there is, but I don't think that's who Ryan is thinking of. It's not Tommy Pickles. I I don't. You're not far off. Chucky? No. Chucky was a movie, not a rap song. Yeah, I think I got to throw it in the towel. You got me. What, dill pickle? Timmy Turner. Timmy Turner. Oh, designer. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner. Timmy, designer. Timmy, Timmy Turner. Oh, my God. <laughs> that one. I can't believe I, I didn't think of the Fairly Odd Parents. That's one, that one's going to haunt you, hey? Yeah. I did it. I did it, folks. How did you, what, what made you think of that? Uh, cause Johnny said some football player that was named Timmy. Oh, Timmy Smith, right. Timmy Smith. And I was just like, oh shit, my man Timmy Turner just up there with Wanda and, uh, Cosmo, just fucking my living man, it up. My yeah. man Timmy T. Well, it, it also, cause you guys are like talking about, like, who did this on a specific play on this game, so I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. Mine's wandering off just with Timmy, and it just ran with it. <laughs> Mine's wandering because Ryan could give a fuck with fucking random football stats. Yikes. This is going to be one episode where me and Andrew just dive in for an hour and a half on football stats. We should. Let's just talk about like every game we've ever watched. <laughs> But Ryan has to be. Ryan has to be. On. Ryan has to be there. And keep yeah. his mic on mute the entire time, <laughs> and then he'll come in randomly, Ugh. just like, "Hey, you fuckers, want to guess a question that I thought of?" I in mean, my head? maybe we can do that. But if we're doing that episode, I'm gonna be uh, downing Drunk. a beer every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we have to be sober because. And I'm just she can't be slop on the airwaves. I'm just every time I finish a beer, I'm just gonna. Turn my mic back on and crush the can. And you can, Andrew, you can make a little dingy noise and we can uh, tally up all my beers. All right. Uh, well, is that all you got, boys? Yeah, that's one? all I have. Fuck. R.I.P. Bill Buckner. R.I.P. Bart Starr. I was, I mean, I was waiting for somebody else to die. It's just like, oh yeah, these things are coming in threes. Who, who's going to be the next one? You know who it was? It was that, who, somebody from Atletico Madrid died oh, yesterday. the guy in the, he got the car wreck, right? Yeah. He was only I 35. I can't remember his name, I'm sorry. Anybody got his, anybody got his name? I'll find it. We uh, we can't we can't uh, now say his name now that you brought it up. That'd be too yeah. disrespectful. Yeah. Might want to say his name. Uh, Jose Antonio Reyes. 
I know it was. I thought it was race. Yeah, rest in peace. Too many. Um, too many rest in pieces going on. Too many. Bart Starr was how old? He was like in his. He was in his late eighties, wasn't he? He was eighty-five. Alright. Buckner. He was younger than I thought he was. I thought he was. I thought he had been in his seventies. He was only sixty-nine. And with that, we're gonna end the show. We're gonna end the show on sixty-nine. R.I.P. Bill Buckner. R.I.P. Bart Starr. We'll see you guys later this week. We're out.